Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Rothko Chapel. My name is Ashley Clemmer. I'm the Director of Programs and Community Engagement. And given all the many cultural events that are happening tonight and the amazing weather outside, I just want to personally thank you all for choosing to spend your evening with the Rothko Chapel and for this concert with Adam Tendler. I'd love to see a show of hands just to begin. I always like to ask how many people are here to the Rothko Chapel for the first time. Couple people. Great, welcome. Well, for those of you who are here for the first time, the chapel's open every single day of the year from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. as a quiet place for contemplation and reflection. And I'd like to invite you to come back during the day when there are only a few benches inside the space and when you're able to really experience these 14 majestic paintings by Mark Rothko during natural light. It's a very different experience than what you're gonna have tonight. 
Rothko once said that he became a painter because he wanted to raise painting to the level of poignancy of music and poetry. I think many of us in this room who've been here for, for music inside of this space can attest to the magical and transformative experience that, that music has. And for that reason, the chapel does present a series of concerts inside the chapel every season. This is the fourth in that season. We have one more coming up that will be on May 2nd. It's called Music and Darkness, and it's by Houston's uh, Houston-based ensemble Loop 38. So I invite you all to learn more about that and all the programs that we have coming up um, on our website and uh, in our season catalog, which is outside. Before we begin and introduce Adam, I do have just a couple announcements. Uh, for many of you who are familiar with the chapel and come here often, you're, you're very familiar with our ongoing request for you to refrain from photography and to silence your, your phones. Um, we ask that you still hold off on the photographs, but tonight there will be a, a special opportunity for you all at the beginning of the concert to participate by using your cell phone. So you can hold off on silencing those until after that portion of the program. Um, and after the program, we do invite you all onto the reception, uh, onto the plaza for a reception. We found great synergy between the space and the mission of the chapel with Adam's approach to music. So we're very delighted to have with us tonight Adam Tindler for his fourth performance here in the chapel. And I want to publicly thank the Earl Brown Music Foundation for their support in making this program, helping to make this program possible. In your programs, you'll read about Adam's many accolades and how he's been praised by the Los Angeles Times, The New Yorker, and Time Out New York for his expressiveness, his enthusiasm, and charismatic approach as a pianist. My favorite quote from his bio that I just want to lift up is from the Baltimore Sun who said that as a pianist, Tendler has managed to get behind and underneath the notes, living inside the music and making poetic sense of it all. And that if they gave medals for musical bravery, dexterity, and perseverance, Adam Tendler would, would earn them all. Adam is recognized as a leading interpreter of American music. He has performed solo recitals in all 50 states here in the United States and has a never-ending list of many incredible places where he has performed, including the Lincoln Center and Carnegie Hall. Tendler's memoir, 88 by 50, about the year that he performed the solo recitals in all 50 states, was a 2014 Kirkus Indie Book of the Month and Lambda Literary Award nominee. He's recorded the music of John Cage for C.F. Peters for their newly released iPad app, Taito, and recently re released the premiere recording of Edward T. Cohn's 21 Little Preludes on the Ebb and Flow label. There are a limited amount of those CDs and books available tonight during the reception for sale for those of you all who are interested. And last, I will say that he is a graduate of India University, Indiana University, lives in New York City, serves on the piano faculty of Third Street Music School Settlement, the country's first community music school. So please join me in welcoming Adam Tendler. Um, hi, everybody. Thank you for being here. Um, I want to give a tiny run-through of the program because I'm going to perform it without pause, really. Um, but first, I would love to thank the Rothko Chapel for having me. Um, we're sort of, I mean, I just, I, I, the, the space, time and again, kind of 
speaks to me in terms of programming and, and it, when a certain group of pieces come together or that I sort of find them on my desk, I think this would be perfect. And this program, we were working on it really for a couple years. Um, so it, it's gone through changes, but it's always the, the space and um, the power of the space has really always been central to it. So I, I thank Rothko Chapel for their trust um, in me and uh, putting this program together. So I'm going to do a quick kind of reverse order of um, pieces. First of all, that piece just now was called Collector. I was doing it as you were walking in. It's by a composer named Charlie Straulish. He, um, he says that this is, a, this is part of a series of pieces that he wrote called People and Environments, which is exactly what was happening. He, I think it's open to, to interpretation, but he's really interested in like the sort of fetishization of touch when it comes to piano especially. He calls himself sort of a recovering pianist, you know, so he, and he wrote this piece, I don't think to really torture the pianist, but really to have, to have the pianist go through a series of motions that are very much rule-based. I just want to show you the score because there's an entire kind of notation that he invented for those, um, for those movements that were just sort of discreetly happening when you came in. Um, this is a piece sort of where you're, you have, you're built, it's built to make you constantly have to confront failure. <laughs> um, right up my alley. Um, the, the program though will end with a piece by Philip Glass. This is his uh, 80th birthday year. But this is one of his earliest pieces called Two Pages. It's from 1968. Um, this is a piece where you really find, we hear Philip Glass at his sort of at doing the sound that really made him notorious um, as sort of a foref at the forefront of minimalist music. Um, right now we might hear his music and it just sounds very pretty and flowy and there's a repetition of phrases. This is really pretty heavy duty repetition of notes and gestures and you can hear the piece, how it works, if you're really paying attention. You can hear the additive process or you can choose not to. Um, the next piece backward is by Morton Feldman. He died in 1987. That was 30 years ago also. Feldman really dealt with long durational pieces. So he has a string quartet, for instance, that's six hours long. This piece tonight is a conservative 25 minutes. <laughs> 25 to a half hour. It's also sublime. It's really gorgeous. Um, and it was his last piece for piano. The title means husband palace, but <laughs> which is great. But, um, it's based on a painting that he saw. Um, Four Thing is a, is a piece that, uh, by a Russian composer, Mar uh, Marina Polyakina. I also just want to show you the score for this. This involves some really interesting stuff. And if I can't get it to work, I'm not going to show you the score. Um, again, sort of an invented notation that she did. One second. I don't know if you can see that, but it looks a little hieroglyphic-y. I'm gonna try not to drop this iPad so that we can still have a concert tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is her score. I can show this all to you after. Um, there's some fun surprises in that piece. Nico Muley is a young, very recognized composer of the moment. His piece for piano and pre-recorded sounds called Drones and Piano, that's in five parts, but they're all connected. Um, and he, want, he wanted that piece to actually be somewhat unpredictable. 
um, in terms of the elements coming together. Um, and finally, Earl Brown was a contemporary of John Cage. Uh, he was in that, he was very close with John Cage, but also Morton Feldman, that kind of mid-century chance-based composer circle. But um, he started with pieces that were very exactly notated, notes, notes on the page. Um, as he grew, and as the music became more complicated, he started to shift toward graphic notation. Scores, I'll show you in the reception if anyone's interested. Scores that really are graphically representing what's going to happen. I'm gonna switch the order of the first pieces tonight and do Home Burial, which is based on a Robert Frost poem. That's where it gets that title. Um, I'm gonna do Home Burial second. First, let's do the cell phone thing. <laughs> Um, so he has a piece called Forgotten Peace. It really is because he forgot that he wrote it. Um, died in 20, uh, 2002. But pull out your cell phones if you want to do this with me. I, li I would like it if you would. <laughs> so Forgotten Peace, he found it later. It was the beginning of a um, piece for four pianos with sort of graphic notation. This is when it's sort of shifting. This is what the score looks like. And it's four different piano parts with sort of a graphic representation of how long you should play them, but, you know, he tells you how loud in, in conventional terms. Um, but the timing and, the sp and how exactly you, you know, where exactly you put the notes is somewhat up to you. What I did, there's many ways you could do this piece. I'm going to play one of the parts tonight. Um, maybe I'll switch between the three, two, or th uh, two or three or four of them. What I would like you to do is to click one of, if you, so go to this thing, it says, it, it's in your program, but if you want to spell it out in the browser of your cell phone, first go to the browser of your cell phone. Write <laughs> in this URL, B-I-T, bit, dot, this is also in your program, dot L-Y, B-I-T dot L-Y, slash, and here's the part where you really have to have talented fingers. Forgotten piece, F-O-R-G-O-T-T-E-N, piece, one word, audio. Forgotten piece audio. If you have it, if it pulls up on your phone, can you like put your hand up so I know someone's got it? Cool, 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 cool. Because I don't want to spend a ton of time doing it. Um, if you cho choose one of those pieces, Choose one of the four tracks, and I'd like you to start it. I'm going to conduct in four. I'm going to go one, two, three, four, and then we're going to start. Start it somewhere right when I click down. When you click that track, maybe some of you might want to even click the track of your choice now. See if it starts automatically. If it does, press pause. Um, if it doesn't, break. And if it shorts out like mine did earlier, then, then it's okay. Does it look like we're okay? Is it working? Do you have something loaded up? Do you have a play button? Someone's got it. I'm gonna give it like, so if it's happening, try to back up if you can. Try to back it up or press pause. Please turn your volume up. I'm asking for trouble. <laughs> it's like an extremely quiet program after this. Can we do variable volume? Yeah, sure. I just think it's a little soft. 
from the phones. So you might, I'd like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I've never done this. Are we ready? I'm going to do that, yeah. Oh, it's going to be one, two, three, four, and then I'm going to point at everybody. I'm going to start my clock. All right, are we good? We're going to start, start whenever you want, within like three seconds of me doing that. And then we're just going to go with the program. Some people have already started. One, two, three, four.